This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Sat, it's your time. The cold opens. They've been saying you're the most entertaining of them all, so go ahead. All right, okay, okay, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. When we started this cold open, it was all cool and chill and it was fun and it was witty. But now the brass upstairs, they've seen it and now they want us to do more. What am I, some sort of whore? You can't pimp me out. I can't come up with ideas on the spot. I'd rather just start like normal. Come on, SP3. Well, this is what we're going to be talking about today on Wrestling Daily. We're talking about John Moxley's new book where he buries Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn. We're also going to be talking about the latest on Charlotte Flair Heat, the weekend that was with Rampage and SmackDown, plus much, much more. This is Mocha Mondays for Wrestling Daily. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on a Monday. It is Mocha Mondays, where bourbon meets espresso. And I am back in the saddle once again with Mommy Niangi's baby boy, Sat E. Sat E Niangi would rather be engulfed in flames than do a cold open every single time when he's permitted to do so. It's not spontaneous anymore. It's become mechanical. I've become a whore. You just pay me money and I just lay down for the saddle. Hi, guys. Welcome to tonight's show. It's going to be fantastic. Please get us to 15K subscribers. This is where the YouTube section is. Please get us to 15K subscribers. If we get to 15K subscribers, then we can negotiate going back to an hour. Until then, we've got nothing to back us up for why we should be an hour <laughs> show anymore, guys. Literally, that's the reason why the bumps are fighting me. Like, you're not drawing enough crowds, guys. So you're going to do 30 minutes and you're going to bust your ass until you prove that the monetization matters. SP, what's causing all this? friction sat, sat going into business for himself once again and i love it every single time he chooses violence but yes we are going to be talking about john moxley's new book which has a lot of spicy comments uh about wwe management and the most powerful men kevin dunn and vince mcmahon we're also going to be talking about rampage and smackdown from the weekend that was bray wyatt even saying he's got a couple of words for the management in wwe but you guys know what to do drop a thumbs 
up on this video share it with your friends hit that subscribe button because like sat says we've been hovering just below 13k we need to get up to that 13k so we can hit that 15k so help us out if you love wrestling daily you love five days a week of content hit that subscribe button become a good egg and of course we want to hear your voices on this episode of wrestling daily so wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily get your voices to be heard but yes that let's get to the titular news it's all about mr john moxley and his new book which has been described by folks as uh brian danielson who himself has been described as having one of the best wrestling books he says it's the best wrestling book he's ever read and maybe some of that is that he shares some of the feelings or maybe not i don't know but I mean, this is a very interesting excerpt that we have here to talk about today, which is about uh, John Moxley going in on Kevin Dunn in particular in his book. Uh, I have the quote here, and there's some language that I will edit, but it's fully there in the in the book. So go out of your way. Just rephrase, to order it. rephrase it. Rephrase it. That'd be funny. Just rephrase it, and we know what it means. That function. <laughs> <laughs> if I had gone in there, this is the quote that is that is here in the Moxley book. If I had gone in there and been a apple, uh, why didn't he just say function you then? You're being an apple. Uh, no, he let me go through the whole song and dance while being completely phony, pretending to pretend my apology, uh, pretending it was all good and we were friends. Talking about uh, when he apologized to Kevin Dunn for something that he did on camera. He says, uh, then five minutes later, this little, this little uh, cat rat. Um, <laughs> I can't say the C word. He already said it on camera, guys. Uh, goes right to the rest of the office and says, I didn't give a, su a sufficient apology. And whatever other uh, bull's cat uh, he probably said about me, behind my back, no less, this duckless mother function. Uh, and it was 48 <laughs> hours later. <laughs> Why didn't you just call me on the phone right when it happened and say, function you? Uh, we're all mad at you, and if you do it again, you're fired. That would have been easy to understand. Instead, I get summoned to the secret castle to meet the magical king wizard who lives in the truck and controls the universe to beg for forgiveness. What are these little, these stupid little games? So yes, he he was flaring off, but it gets even better. Sad. I gotta read this next one, and the, the hardest part is is rewording these like you want to be. <laughs> uh, SB. But on yes. the true who he Patreon, you get uncensored expert from SB3. <laughs> and the true who he YouTube channel for that matter. Um yes. the, rea <laughs> the reality in a place like WWE is that one comment, one little seed planted by a guy in Kevin Dunn's position can be extremely detrimental to someone's future there. There's a lot of power, and power breeds ego. Connecticut, old rich boys, club ego. I've heard all kinds of stories about the guy messing with people's careers, but this isn't that, that kind of book. Suffice to say, this dumb, <laughs> this dude is a, is a function bag, and maybe this is the, that kind of book. No, no. But for real, don't get me even started on. No, no, this is not that kind of book. Function, Kevin Dunn. So that is the uh, quote from the John Moxley book on WWE main producer Kevin Dunn. What's your thoughts in response to that, Seth? 
first of all, I did not know this guy. All I, all I can go on Kevin Dunn is what Jim Cornette famously described the guy's being. He's the reason why. So Vince McMahon talks about sports entertainment. The only other guy that believes what they're doing is sports entertainment is Kevin Dunn. He calls it, you yeah. know, action adventure. You remember that one time they called Raw in an action adventure show? That's yeah. Kevin Dunn for you. Kevin Dunn's dream is to win an Emmy, apparently. That's what he's aiming to do. And also, Kevin Dunn, it's funny you mentioned about how if Kevin Dunn doesn't like you, he destroys careers. Becky Lynch, my goodness, she might not have been the man if Kevin Dunn had his way. Because allegedly... You know, a few years ago, when we were reading the rumors and innuendos, apparently Kevin Dunn was not particularly um, fond of Becky Lynch's Irish accent and didn't want her to have microphone time. As we all know today, Becky Lynch's bread and butter is her microphone skills. She's great on the microphone. She's great off the cuff. And Kevin Dunn nearly made her mute. Who knows what would have happened? Then we would have given her Irish jig dance, the one she had briefly in NXT. But to go back to what John Moxley said, we know we don't like WWE. He doesn't like his presentation. He doesn't like the stuff that he was told to do. Maybe he was told to take that plant out again. What was the name of the plant again? Was it Howard? Um, what, what was it? What was the plan on the guys? Box, if on the Ambrose people show. in the chat, yeah, people in the chat. What was the name of that plant that he used to carry on? Gary or some weird BS. Trevor or something. Trevor, yeah. So, <laughs> so Moxley probably has nightmares waking up that he's that guy again <laughs> with a plant next to him, and he's not this guy that we know today. But uh, yeah, Kevin Dunn's horrible man. We, we've we've known this, and this book sounds very exciting. Yes, it, it, it's very, from what I heard on the Observer Radio that he did an interview with uh, uh, Garrett Gonzalez and Dave Meltzer, he was he was going in even then and talking about different stuff that's not in the book. He also talked about how uh, Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson was one of his favorite matches that he ever got to watch, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But he also uh, mentions in the book is that he also talks about his frustration with WWE creative in general, which is the head up of uh, Vince McMahon and he said in the book he talks about the whole WWE system being stupid he says and I quote why doesn't everything have to be functioning stupid <laughs> they're really gonna make me walk away from all this money aren't they they can't just write a good one good angle let me cut one fun one good functioning promo that that makes sense. That's a great use of functioning. We finally got there, guys. A broken clock is was right. Was it once a day? Yeah. So that that came twice through. a day. Twice better a day. Than, yes. Better than my backdrop that fell. Um. But he also <laughs> says in the quote, "Uh, there was a time I thought I'd be a lifer with WWE, but this whole place has gone functioning mad, and I feel like I'm the only one who can see it." bunch of mother functioning just playing violins while the ship sinks and Vince continues to lose his mind. I I feel like this is going to be a couple of different uh, books in one. Like this sounds like a little bit of like Ric Flair going in on like uh, Bret Hart and Mick Foley and his book mixed with the Mick right. Foley like type of writing. But you can tell that Moxley from that first one about Kevin Dunn, it's not even just coherent thoughts. It's basically just a series of promos from John Moxley on different stuff throughout his career. If that's that's if the whole book is just promos, then yeah, I might check it out. So I said it, it was Mitch the Plant. Thank you for recognizing that or remembering that nightmare, Mitch the Flipping Plant. That, I, I, tried, I, I tried to forget that. Thank you. Thank you for, for reminding me. Yes, Mitch was the name of it. <laughs> Mitch the Plant. 
I wonder if she still has Mitch. I, I love this comment by Ryan Clark. Mother functioning. <laughs> we should get that trending. I'm mother functioning every day, guys. Every day, mother functioning. We go, we are we are the best damn mother functioning podcast team. on YouTube. Yes. Wrestling yeah. Daily is the best team. That's where we're going to yes. media war games. We're the most we're diverse team. We're the most diverse team. If you want to see diversity in its truest sense, we've got a woman. We've got two black guys. He <laughs> <laughs> just said it straight. Oh, you got a woman. You got a woman. You got a two two black guys. There we go. Come on. We got an Irish got guy. Alex McCarthy. Yeah, we got an Irish boy, Alex McCarthy, who adds credibility <laughs> to this whole ship. It's his name that makes us money. Alex McCarthy. I'm so glad he's back. I'm so glad he's back. People got worried yeah, we... for a second. It's going to be a Boko week. <laughs> they was like, they was sweating. like, they was like, we we love y'all, but y'all, y'all making chaotic up in here. That, we never know what's gonna happen on Mocha Mondays, especially with our cold open. So I understand the feeling. To be honest, I've never been part of these meetings. Then they'll invite me to these meetings. Maybe there's a reason why I might talk my mind. So I don't know why I need to toe the line sometimes, guys. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot you have to toe the line with here. Uh, but Moxley, the Moxley book, I, I really, I'm interested in getting it. He's also talking about doing it in audio form, which that in, in itself, I want to hear him say a bunch of this stuff, especially the functioning uh, uh, function, Kevin Dunn. That was a great. I, was a great I just want to get right Renee Paquette just to, to, to come in on the book site. John, you can't say that. John, no. John, your child needs you. I want that in, uh, inside the audio form as well. Why are you going to Japan? Why are you going to Jersey? Yes. Something like Why do you have tax on your back? They will make a great adult uh, animation comedy, just them two, because yeah. they are literally right out of someone's rom-com. The bad boy means the prima proper girl from Canada, and they get married and have kids. He's on Thumbtacks. She's cooking and the host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome please please someone hired sat to do their their voiceover for their sitcom can boxing burgers excuse me yeah but it is it is oral burgers oral moxes oh moxes absolutely but we want to hear from you guys wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily see sat broke me i did that whole that whole quote tried to not curse and he didn't make me curse of course that hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We also have to get into more news besides the titular news. And it has to do with another guy that left WWE in Brian Danielson. And apparently the door is open for a potential um, Daniel Bryan. 
uh, return to WWE. Fightful Select uh, talked about that Danielson left WWE under very good terms. Uh, the WWE sources reportedly feel the door is open for Danielson to return to the company. He was apparently uh, spoken very positively after his departure from WWE due to how he handled things, and especially with the thank you letter that he did for the Players' Tribune for Vince McMahon as well. So, and he put over Roman Reigns probably better than anyone could, whether it be at WrestleMania or in the uh, title versus career match. So, do you think we are going to see Daniel Bryan return to the WWE one day in in the ring? Is my question. Uh, in the ring, no. Uh, the reason why is he left because he wanted that creative freedom. People thinking, oh, free a contract back now. Unless Brie Bella's like, you've had free concussions. They've been hiding that concussion. I don't like this. At least in WWE, they get a hand on you. I think that's the only way you're getting back in the ring. If it's Brie Bella's like, mm-mm, your chest is too beat red. <laughs> your, ch- your, your children come and play with your chest or, you know, hit you, you know, playfully without you wincing in pain. I think that's yeah. the only way. But realistically, I think Hall of Fame. I think when, he, when his career is said and done, I think it's Hall of Fame. I think right now, the reason why he left WWE, it's kind of like when you're in that relationship for the longest time and there's no variety, you know, your partner keeps saying no to try new things. So you have to go leave and try new things. So he's trying all different things. He's getting all kinds of flavors, all kinds of variations, as they say. Yeah. So in WWE, we're just playing old vanilla. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's going back in, in ring wise. He's been there for what for two two months already? Two months he's been in like nearly two Since months. September, yeah. This, this would make two, two months, months. Uh, this week. Yeah. yeah. So imagine. So the reaction to his matches has been incredible. That's only been two months. After three years, he's got a body of work. Then he can retire. I think AEW is going to be where he retires once you know New Japan gets their shiznit in order in terms of COVID and stuff like. He can travel yeah. there, do the G One, have a match against Okada. Tick. I think once he ticks all the boxes of people face Zack Sabre Junior. You know he's going to be looking for him. Be, hey, you morpho, I'm after you. I need to get my spot back. I think once he's done all of that, then he go back to WWE. SP, what say you? I think that I think that he's going to finish his in-ring career outside of WWE because I feel like yes Brian Danielson uh was great in WWE. He had classics with whether it be Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, Kofi Kingston, AJ, AJ Styles. Yeah, yes, the, list, the list goes on and on and on of great matches that he had in WWE, but it's just a different guy outside of WWE. Like the Brian Danielson that I saw in Hammerstein Ballroom in 2006 through 2009 that's the daniel bryan or brian danielson that i said was the best wrestler in the world was one of the all-time greats and my favorite wrestler of all time and that's the brian danielson that we're getting in aew just free of constraints although under constraints he he is also one of the all-time greats but without it it's just a different dude i think that's a little bit of the tribalism has been going on with fans that are probably in uh, other fans opinion overhyping what he's doing in AEW while the AEW fans are looking at what he did in WWE and seeing that it's kind of it was kind of under constraints but I like the dichotomy with there where we're both bigging up Brian Danielson at the end of the day but it has to be an argument about it but that's wrestling for you also I think the the huge difference um, about how Brian Danielson wrestles now is not the stiffness and and the aggression in the ring is actually he's allowed to actually play predator because if you realize in WWE he played a role of the underdogs he had to fight from underneath all the time the only time we we saw a hint of 
Brian Danielson, the wrestler we know, was when he was when he turned heel and he was doing the Planets Champion stuff. That's when yeah. he that's when he debuted like stomping people's face in. That's when he started doing that, yes. be more aggressive when he was a heel. When he's a face, he's not allowed to do that. He's like, he has to play underneath. Like he has to get heat. Give the heat, brother. That's the WWE way. Give them heat. Give the heel heat. He's the face, but he's just taking limbs. At one point, he was getting booze because how aggressive he was with um against um. Yeah. Kingston in the ring, he got booze a bit because he went because wrestling fans have been conditioned to think as a baby face you have to fight underneath. He's not allowed to be the predator that he was in RH, which is who snap your fingers, kick your effing head in. That's who Brian Danielson is. I think that's why he's happy. He doesn't have to be a baby face. He can be a baby face, but still be a killer. I think that's who's happy. Yeah, about being a I think killer. that's that's the biggest difference in the presentation is that they're presenting him as the one of the best wrestlers in the world in AEW. While in WWE, for a long time, they got reliant on produce on like basically presenting him as the underdog. He was the new Rey Mysterio that gets to get beat up, beat mm. up, beat up to make his comeback. And it's just like it's two different types of presentations, and the aura around him is completely different. And I think that's where the uh, the contention is coming from from both sides but what did you think about eddie kingston versus brian danielson in my opinion one of the best matches that i saw on tv and this is not the first time in a few weeks that i've said that about brian danielson match especially his match with uh, minoru suzuki but this was just as good great match and my god brian danielson's chest afterwards it looked like his tights it looked like he they just beat up raw meat and uh kofi king i mean excuse me eddie kingston excuse me <laughs> eddie kingston with the rapid chops uh throughout that match was brutal what did you think about it so uh, i finally have like my top three eddie kingston matches now in uh, aew so it, number one used to be his match against john moxley the one when he had uh misawa tribute outfit on. yes um yes. Yeah, yeah, that was yes see this is my weakness guys i don't remember i watch stuff once and i think that's what it is i watch stuff once and then and i move on anyway so number one is now the match with brian danielson number two is the match against moxley number three is the match against miro those are three great matches because i've I, there's been times where i've seen online where people like eddie king's is a great promo but outside of him using weapons his in-ring style sometimes I don't know, clashes, but I feel like that was the best use of his skill set and even his chops because he does the machine gun chops, but they're, they're not as good as Kobashi's. No offense, like he, he does it, well, but kind of like, nah, nah. He, he does not many people ever better, better than Kobashi, to be Kobashi fair. Kobashi smacks the shiznit <laughs> and your skin flicks. Anyway, those chops that you're using, I like those. Those are just the random hard chops that you remember when Ric Flair used to do it in WCW, just random hard ones. When yeah. the murderer used to do it, them random hard chops that just, you know, make your chest go red raw. Then Roderick Strong against Brian Danielson, RH title match chops when Brian Danielson yes. had a red raw chest for the next three weeks. It's like a reoccurring story. Each of his match, his chest is getting slightly... It's getting back to normal, but he still had a red chest for like a month because Roderick Strong. But you, throw the your alley, you throw the alley, I'll dunk it. It's Supercard of Honor 2006 that Roderick Strong and uh, Brian Daniels. Watch it, watch it. Listen, I, yeah. I grew though, that's my prime era of RH. I grew up when that guy with his bold head, a little twat, like that little twat, Brian Danielson. Oh, someone beat him, but I love him at the same time. I love hate. And then also, when people used to say in WWE he couldn't cut a promo, I was like, that guy was getting sick promos, RH champion. You know how to gaslight you? Oh, He's got the Miz next to him. Oh, he's boring. Yeah. He's goat face. Brian Danielson, articulate, eloquent, 
and a great wrestler. SB, what say you? Because I'm gonna be like rambling I, on for I, ages. No, no, <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you. One of the best promos I ever heard from a company not in like WWE AEW was uh Brian Danielson's pain is temporary, but pride is forever. Uh promo that he did ahead of his matchup with Kenta in the Hammerstein Ballroom at Glory by Honor 2006. So I know even before WWE taught him how to cut promos, he wasn't a larger-than-life character. Brian Danielson was able to achieve that, whether he was a heel or a babyface. He was ridiculously over in Ring of Honor. And look at this, another Ring of Honor tribute show, two weeks in a row for us. So we're showing love I, to the Golden I didn't, get an invite. I didn't get an invite for the other one because, you know, no, no, I'm a, I'm a bit of an anomaly when it comes to what my knowledge in wrestling is because like, it seems like I love a lot of old-school WWE stuff. But I, I you know, you're going to see, I'm bang for my buck. I'm worth something. I'm not that, just the guy here to make you laugh because SP3 is the smart one, all right? I can be attractive <laughs> and smart as well, just like SP3. Who are my big Foley, Sean Michaels? Guys, we're both just as knowledgeable. I just watch stuff and leave it behind me. He studies it like his, his SATs or whatever. Or G- I just retain G-D-F-D. information a little bit better. That, I that's get rid of it. Power. For the longest time, WWE shows were rubbish. I watch it and I move on. It's like ticking a box. I watched that pay-per-view. Now I have to remember it for quizzes. Yes, yes. They're, they're putting you on the test. But yes, we want to hear from you guys. You got a couple more minutes. Uh, WrestleTalk.com forward slash forward slash wrestling daily for have your voice be heard on Mocha Monday. And we got a uh, ultra chat donation here from Chris Ely, AKA professor Chris of the NWA podcast. He says, I know I was worried about it being a Mocha week. Ha ha ha. I am going to wait for the audio version of Mox's book. Absolutely. The, the audio version is going to be worth even more than the written version, even though the written version, he said it's unique in this wrestling book. It doesn't have like the pictures or the middle of the wrestling book with all the colored photos like you usually you remember back in the day he said this is more like a black and white little gritty type type of style uh wrestling book so uh what are you are you gonna pay more money for the audio version than you would the written version set i can read so i don't need to hear him talk to me so i'm gonna read it like a noble individual i don't need audiobooks i don't need anyone's flipping excuses not this anyone who doesn't read if you if you can listen to audiobooks that's you different strokes for different folks i like reading I don't need Moxley to tell me stuff. If you want to listen to Moxley promo, I watch AEW or go on YouTube and search for it. So, yeah. No offense to Moxley, but I'd, I'd rather get Morgan Freeman read it to me instead of him. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. That's the voice that you want to hear. Uh, or, Coleman, also... or Coleman Domingo is a good actor. Coleman Domingo. He's in Euphoria. He was also in the new, if you watched horror films, Candyman, he was the guy in the, who owns the laundry mat in, in Candyman, in the new Candyman, if you, if you haven't seen it. I'm just, Coleman Domingo, he's got a great voice. There you go. This is why you got, you got sat. He, he's got the movie and the TV knowledge. There you go. Um, <laughs> Ultra Chat donation we got here from Mayor of Painesville, Dan. He says, hi. Story time with Dan. In 2012, the then uh, the then biggest quarterly episodic show in continental Europe TV was uh, Wedding Das uh, from eight, from 1984 through 2004. Special in 2021, May Tomics wears a stupid hat. Wedding Dance uh, was uh, usually went about four plus hours live after the show. He said. 
Uh, he also sent another one, a second half of the Ojo chat here. He says that a show that would uh, ran o- for over three hours live would never work in America. This show, though, even at the time existed. The show is raw, boring as raw. <laughs> Hanks is uh, 100% right, still in 2021, and done once an enemy. Come on. So we we learned something new. We learned from Sat. We learned from Dan. We get, we're getting the TV and movie knowledge on this Mocha Monday. What's up? That, that's what we're here for. And that's what makes Wrestling Daily unique and make it the best around. We give you 30 minutes of great content. So that way you got another 30 minutes just to take a deep breath before you watch something else. We're the best, man. We do what we do. We do our best, and that's why you are always here with us for Mocha Monday. But share with a friend that maybe missed us, wasn't able to catch us live. Drop a thumbs up on this video. Push the subscribe button if you are new to the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. Set, where can the people find you and uh, what you got on tap tomorrow, Tuesday, with Alex McCarthy? Your first time in over a week. Don't tease me. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say I got a show with him tomorrow because I don't want him to get ill or, or anything like that. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great he's a great human being and I, I always love get to work with SB3 and I love you know working with with Alex and sometimes I get an opportunity working with Steph. You can find me at Sat Next Two. That's my Twitter. I like to post about films that I watch. I like to talk about wrestling sometimes. I got great takes about wrestling, but sometimes I ain't gonna lie. It feels like I'm talking to a brick wall, but I mostly like to talk about you know films and stuff like that. But I talk about wrestling too, but you know, the, the engagement level sucks. So I'd rather talk about what I really like films. <laughs> TV and wrestling sometimes. No tribalism you're, with me. <laughs> you're at that stage where you don't even like wrestling because of the Discord. <laughs> no, it's not, but at the same time, I've seen what happens when guys like yourselves, SP3, you got like over a thousand followers. But at the same time, you got you got that diverse account of people just moaning at you. I, I got Louis Dangle's account. He posted something about Brian Danielson going back to WWE one day. So we go, oh. Yeah, but he said that already in his interview. Yeah, what are you saying that? He's got three years left. I'm like, wow, Louis, why do you have such negative followers? If that, if having <laughs> over a thousand subscribers mean I get to deal with BS like that, I'd rather stick with how much I have. I'm sorry. At least I have quiet. I can go to sleep and not people nagging at me. Anyway, sorry, what are you saying? Yeah, SB, what, what are you doing? I, I, love, I love when you just get in this trance. You just get in this trance and you start going. I love it every single time. And see, Mayor of Painesville's Dan's Ultra Chat led to that, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why you got to support the Wrestling Daily community. But we appreciate your support. Joining us live, you can follow me, True Heel SP3. I'll be back on Wednesday with Alex. Sat, we'll see you tomorrow. And this has been Mocha Mondays for Wrestling Daily. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.